You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Exotic booze? Why not? It's one of the many benefits of private aviation. Jamie Walker joins us right now, the CEO of Jet Links, uh, with a look at uh, the private aviation space. And, and uh, uh, Jamie, I feel like there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, movement on the business uh, model side of private aviation right now. There are a lot of companies popping up, uh, offering different takes on private aviation. Uh, explain your business model. How does your business work? Hi, Corey. Thank you for having me. I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy that. So there is a lot of activity now that the economy is, is doing much better than it had been. Uh, so you see a number of very unique and interesting models that are, that are popping up thanks to the health of that economy. So we've actually been, uh, our business model we rolled out uh, 18 years ago. We actually started down this path. Um, and over the last 18 years, we've really started to refine and, and deliver our, our products in a much more uh, concise and national basis. So our business model differs a little bit in that we offer the national uh, service offerings that many uh, competitors do, but we actually deliver it through a local base of operation to try and personalize the experience much more than, than what you would otherwise get through uh, a national operation that basically has a floating fleet. So we localize not only the, the aircraft, but the personnel, and we deliver the service through a private terminal where we house the, the local business. So it is a unique take to the, to the guaranteed availability, guaranteed out of the rates, guaranteed standard of safety that, that you look for when you go to, to seek either uh, a jet car or aircraft management relationship. And, and uh, who are your clients? Uh, over 50% of them are, are business owners. Um, the, the large majority are what we consider kind of the maverick entrepreneur who's created their own wealth, and they not only will leverage our service for their business purposes, but also their leisure purposes as well. Uh, and how often do they fly? The average client is flying just over 25 hours a year, uh, and we do see uh, a mix. We have some Fortune 500 companies that will fly two, 300 hours a year with us, and then we do have some of the leisure travelers that are more in that uh, retirement mode where they might take a couple trips a year down to their uh, winter homes and then, then back uh, in the springtime. Do you, do you find that these are people who are sort of new to private aviation, or are you, are you picking them up from other experiences that, that haven't done them as well? Um, it's a, it's a pretty good mix of both. Um, with the health of the economy, we're seeing many more people enter the market, but at the same time, we're seeing people who kind of graduated through the experience. So they'll, they'll stick their toe in the water, uh, through many different avenues and then they become more educated and actually understand the service offerings and the pricing and, and what really, uh, comes with each, uh, product. We have seen that we're beginning to steal quite a bit of market share. So, just as a statistic, one of the one of the good data companies in our industry is referred to as Argus, and they also are a third-party safety auditing company. Argus does a lot of great research for us, and and the industry itself is up about 10% this year, whereas our company is up 32%. So, we're seeing that that we are gaining gaining ground from from both new business, and we're stealing some market share as well. 
Uh, that's that's pretty interesting uh, in in terms of that market share because, like I said, I, I feel like I, I'm I certainly am getting pitched by a lot of companies that want to come on Bloomberg Radio and talk about it, uh, which maybe says something about the our audience and the kind of people who uh, listen to Bloomberg Radio. But I, I also, you know, when I see this this business changing, I just wonder is is, is it happen? Are these uh, are these flights? Do they tend to be between sort of major cities, or is it is it the opposite? Is it is it going to places that are hard to get through with any other kind of airline? Yeah, that is the typical, is um, someone who's looking to, to get somewhere that, that may be harder to get to or connection or full flights or, or just not not fitting the right uh, time frames that, that the executives might need. So I, I would say that more often than not, uh, it is uh, a time saver, even on the shorter flights, you know, flights that you'd think, well, you know, New York to D.C., that's not a difficult flight to take. Well, when you carve out the time it gets to the airport and the time that it takes to get through security, you could have been there in, in many cases back by the time you've gone through both ends of that experience. So, um, it, I really wish a, I did. I really wish I didn't know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> there's nothing like the convenience of a private flight. I would, I would suspect also with your business that, that, that there's, you know, unlike uh, commercial airlines where the schedule is set and your assets are where you want them to be, uh, from an operation standpoint, that you've got to be a little more predictive and understand where people are going to want to have planes at certain times. How do you manage that? So uh, through through our business model, lo- focusing on that local base of operation, we've we've zeroed it down uh, a little bit better than than say the the national floating fleet concept. And that, for example, in Washington D.C., where we have a location. Uh, we have 100 aircraft in the fleet, but eight of them are actually based locally in the D.C. market. So when our D.C. clients are calling that local D.C. number, they're departing from local D.C. prior terminal. They're flying on those local airplanes with those local pilots. So when those eight aircraft are servicing the 50 jet car clients that we have in D.C., you can make you can make the logistics work a little more easily than if those 100 airplanes are just floating all over the United States. But with the fleet that we do have and the 100 aircraft, we can provide that necessary backup when, when needed in the D.C. market or, or really anywhere. So when they're coming back from, you know, whether it's San Francisco or Aspen or wherever they might be, to have the floating fleet to back up that local fleet does make the logistics part a bit easier for us. Jamie Walker, appreciate your time. Jamie Walker is the CEO of JetLinks. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.